comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. Joining me, as always, is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Mike, say hello to all the friendly people out there. Well, hello, everybody. Lucky you. You get to listen to this podcast. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's, it's your lucky day. <laughs> uh, actually, it is, it's kind of lucky that the podcast is going on right now because I was literally, I had left my, I, in fact, I was still technically in what would be considered my driveway when you messaged me. Like I had just sat in my car, I was he- heading to the gym, just sat in my car and had pulled out of us and I had my phone. Ding! I'm like, I know that's gotta be Greg. <laughs> So luckily, luckily it was one of those things where you were ready to go. Cause if you would have said like, Oh, well, you know, I, I, as soon as I put one of the twins down, then, you know, I'll be ready. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. You know, cause it uh, could be an hour and a half. Exactly. And you know, with kids, you never know. It could, it could be they go down right away, you know, or it could be that they're fussy and, you know, there's not much you can do about it. But speaking of the gym, Greg. Uh, I have a little story for you. So, after the gym, after my workout and my little, very, very little cardio, I always have a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've been doing this since I was probably 20 something. Right. I've had many different brands of protein shakes. I've had many different flavors of protein shakes. Enjoyed them all. Right. Uh, I've had people complain about protein shakes, be like, oh, I can't stand it. So, I've, up until recently, I never had a bad flavor. I've had flavors that were better than others, mm-hmm. right? Uh, fruity cereal, by the way, best flavor. It's essentially fruity, uh, knockoff of fruity pebbles, best flavor. Uh, you know, there's, but there's, you know, chocolate, peanut butter, strawberry. I've had them all, right? Recently, I went to, I won't say where it's at, even though it's nothing against them, but I went to a, a place and I'm like, I'm going to get a different flavor protein. I'm just going to, you know, so I get a protein isolate, which is supposed to be a good kind. And the flavor I got was birthday cake. Now Sounds I like birthday cake. Promising. You like birthday cake, right? Exactly. I'm excited about this. Berna, how would you describe birthday cake flavor, Greg? <laughs> I don't know if you can, can you? Well, so I would say it's like a sweet vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, a very, kind of like a, yeah. Yeah. Sweet, like a sweet vanilla. So after my workout, this is because yeah, this is about a week or so ago, a little over a week ago after my workout. And there's no way to like out. pre-taste test no. these unless you like, no. you can't like lick your finger, put it in the powder, right. put it back. Yeah. Like, mm, <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Uh, Get my two scoops in my in my water, my shaker bottle, right? And shake it up. First of all, it's odd that because with isolates, it usually mixes better, right? This it was still chunky. I'm like, hmm. hey, that's weird. Whatever. Finally, I shake it up enough. I start drinking it. It is the nastiest 
flavor I have ever had in my entire life. Like nasty, nasty. Hmm. It's like it, there's sort of a vanilla flavor, but it's the most bland. Like if you made a vanilla cake and forgot to put sugar in it, that's what it tastes like. Biggest problem I have besides the fact that I have to drink it, it's expensive. Yeah. It's not cheap. Like I sometimes I go to Walmart. Actually, I should just say sometimes a lot of times I'll go to Walmart and just pick up their kind there, which is like seventeen bucks or whatever. This was much more expensive than it, so I can't just throw it out. Was it more than fifty dollars? No, uh, no, it was uh, forty. Okay, forty for like a two and a half pound. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's two and a half pound, but yeah. So I just have to go. You know, after my work, I used to be excited after my workouts, like, ooh, like chocolate peanut butter, yum. You know, now I'm just like, oh, God, okay. So what you're saying is, right now, you nerdy nimrods, the first person to comment on this post on Facebook is going to get an autographed canister <laughs> of protein powder from our very own hashtag co-host of the year. And he thinks this just downright delicious. I think we should have a bunch of people comment, and I will all send them a bag of white protein powder in the mail. I feel like sending bags it'll be of white. No, it'll, be, it'll be perfectly safe. Don't worry, <laughs> Mike. I'll put. Um, I'll, I'll wrap it. I'll wrap it up in um, like tape, and I'll put definitely not drugs in here. Don't worry about it. Or anthrax. Yeah, or anthrax. Oh. Definitely, definitely no drugs or poison in here. Don't worry about it. Uh, but according to your description of the flavor, maybe poison is just, you know. But I learned my lesson. Never going with this brand. By the way, the brand is about time. I had never heard of them before. But and I'm, now you know why. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I think that maybe as punishment, you should just not go to the gym and just stay home, drink it, and drink your protein shakes in, in sadness. In like in a day, what would happen well, if you drank that much protein in one day, Mike? Probably just get really constipated. Mm, not ideal. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I see. You look. Here's the thing. I already have my pre-workout mixed up. It's in, sitting in my car. So as soon as what, this podcast is done, going downstairs, drinking on my way to the gym. By the way, the pre-workout is delicious. Uh, Same company then, or different company? Different company. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know if you're like I want to try this. Uh, the before and after. No, because I I still get my pre workouts at Walmart because they're cheaper there. I don't I don't feel the need to pay you know fifty bucks for a pre workout. There are a lot of people listening right now, myself included, who still don't understand exactly what pre workout does. Yo, except get I, you all hyper for the gym. Yeah, you don't technically need it. I mean, if you listen to a lot of people, they'll say just all you need is a cup of coffee. I like it. I, I it, it gets me pumped up sometimes. I had so. six cups of coffee today. All right, well, you're so you can do six workouts now. That was many hours ago. Oh, that's right. Get your six workouts in. Okay. Um, speaking of going places, I also went someplace today, Mike. Okay. And I purchased the thing. Okay. Uh, I was at Twilight Comics, Swansea, mm -hmm. Illinois. Uh, popped in there, visited with Tim a little bit, and uh, had saved in my pull folder. Uh, one of the, one of those new, you know, off the big two uh, publishing company uh, comics. Issue number one, and I'm going to show it to you. Nobody okay. else can see it, but okay. it's uh, not all robots. Ooh, interesting. 
And not only did I purchase it, I actually had time to read it. Okay. Earlier today. Now, again, one issue. It's super it's thin. thin. Okay, but still. Um, but I uh, had some time while the burgers were on the grill uh, earlier. And did you ever see the movie I, Robot? Yeah. With Will Smith? Right. And Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine that, except like, I don't know how to like, in the year 20, whatever, uh, humans, I don't know if you know this about humans, but we destroy things. So we've destroyed uh, a lot of the planet, and now you have bubble cities. You have like Bubble Atlanta, Bubble Orlando. Apparently, okay. you know, the writer has a bone to pick with the Southeast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do too, but only in college football related matters. Uh, so they robots are like, they've only been around for like a decade. Okay. And, but everybody's got one. And <laughs> like, you know, like the old maybe trope in 50s, uh, or 60s comedies, or maybe even dramas, or maybe I should say that the other dra- uh, dramas and comedies is, you know, the old man works all day in the factory, comes home, doesn't want to talk to anybody, doesn't want to be fine, great, right, right. whatever, you know. And then goes, it's kind of like that, except the robot is working in the factory. Not like, you know, machine, like robot, robotic machines right now right. that like assemble things. Yeah, yeah. But like the robot goes, earns the money, comes home to the family that already that is dad and mom and kids and you know they're like hey how was work today he just says like fine and goes into the garage and stays there uh there's a um instead of human resources there's a a, a office you can go to called inhuman resources where if, if you have a problem with your robot which we find out at the end of the first issue uh the human wife uh she's like i just i don't know he i'm not i'm not sure i feel safe he uh um, he, he's been quiet and just goes and hides in the garage all night. We don't talk to him. You can like request an exchange on the robot. Also, like there are no, um, three laws of robotics. You know, like if, uh, uh if a robot wants to up and kill a human, up and kill a human. Yeah. And okay. the funny thing is like, then the, the police are called, well, the police are all robots and, and it's a, a really hilarious, uh, uh, to me, I'm a little yeah. sick and twisted. Um, I'm a twisted mother hover. You'll you'll get the reference. Um but uh the robot police show up at the house where the like uh, in home robot is covered in blood and they're talking in binary, so ones and zeros, and in the next panel the robot police say, Well, we can't find any evidence here, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like what happens when you know, like the robots who have infiltrated our society start to just like go haywire and 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 part of the conversation is like i mean it's only a matter of time until all humans are dead anyway you know we're just helping the process along i mean there's robot talk shows it's it's really weird um on one issue when i asked him about how many issues that he expects this to go he said ah you know these types of uh publishers they look five or six issues on a mini run and if it's successful they might you know bring like a chapter two out or something like that so Pretty excited for it. There was a big, oh, this got interesting at the end. I don't want to spoil because I want people to go out. It's from uh, um, U, or AWA Studios. Uh, okay. and you can go to awastudios.net to, I guess, learn more about it. Um, check with your local comic book shop, folks. 
Uh, not all robots. The creative team is Mark Russell, uh, Mike Diodato Jr., and Lee, I'm going to mispronounce it, Lawfridge. Uh, so not all robots. Pretty interesting so far on issue one. Issue two uh, should be out any time. So that's all I know. All right. So I, uh, probably about a week ago, also went to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, picked up a couple more. I picked up Something is Killing the Children, Volume 2, because they had it. I'm work- I just started reading that. Something is Killing the Children, Volume 3. They didn't have Volume 4. I don't, I don't even know if Volume 4 is out yet. But then one thing, and, uh, maybe this happens to you as well, at, the way they display the books, there's some more prominent ones. So some will catch your eye, of yep. course. And I saw this one, mm. which is Saga by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Brian K. Vaughn was one of the writers on um, uh, Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I looked, I kind of peeked through it, made sure it wasn't like a, a 90s style comic book. It's not. Don't really know what it's about, but... I will say when I brought it up, because Tim was there as well, when I brought it up to uh, pay for it, uh, Tim goes, oh, that's a really good one. He goes, they're actually, he's, they're going to, how do you say it? They're going to start it again or they're, oh, the next one's coming up in, in like a year or so. Mm-hmm. Which at first I was like, wait a minute, because this is just volume one. Right. I'm, I think myself, I'm going to have to wait over a year for this. Not that it matters because I have plenty of the other comic books to, to read in the meantime. But I'm like, oh, come on. Uh, but there are several volumes out already. There was, uh, for the long time here in the Nerds United vault, I had Saga Omnibus first edition, or not first, but volume one. So it was, you know, the hardback by Yay Thick autographed, um, that I uh, acquired or procured, uh, as a gift or as a contest. I can't remember which. From Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, that I turned around um, not too terribly long ago. It was part of a, a big giveaway we did here within the last couple of years. So, so yeah, there's plenty of saga to read. Yeah. Um, so you, you, I've not not read saga. Um, I'm sure I'll fall into it eventually, <laughs> but it was highly uh, acclaimed. So I think uh, I think you're gonna dig it. I, yeah, I agree. Like I said, and I, I, I enjoyed the writer. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing that I brought me to. And I was like, Brian came sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, so I, while you were reading things, I also have been reading other things. Uh, Die Volume 2. Okay. Is okay. complete. So I have Volume 3, The Great Game to read. Uh, really like where the story's going. Um, the last issue of the story, the, like the series finale, if it were TV, uh, it should be hitting comic book stores in a, within a month, I believe. And so by Christmas, Tim says Volume 4 should be out. That's the completion of the series. So, you, well, you know, so one thing I was been thinking about, it, and I just I have to bring it up now because we're talking about comic books. So it's related. Uh, since I've been reading more comic books, getting more into it and stuff, uh, I have no clue what is canon or what is or or what is continuity. Like mm-hmm. I know what it is. I know what the meaning of the word is. Sure, but like I don't care. 
And I don't see if you if you're kind of the same way because like I I'll, I'll read a, a Batman comic book and if it says poison their poison ivy's married to him I'm like all right cool and then if I read the next one and she's dead and they've never met before I'm like all right cool like it doesn't I, I'm thinking about it, like it doesn't matter and I I bring this up because for anybody who's just starting to read comics or being like I kind of want to get into that my whole thing when I was getting started is like I'm not going to understand like. What's canon right now? I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna start reading this book and I'll have. I'll be lost because I'll. I'll need like the origin stories of everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's not really true. So I don't know if that's that. If if you're the same or if you're the type that's like, no, I have to make sure this is canon. I have to make sure I know this is. You know, there's continuity to this. Yeah. So that's um. That's an. I don't know if I've uh, we've ever really talked about that. No. I don't. When you have characters like. You know, any of the, any of the legacy characters, be it, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, right. gosh, uh, Fantastic Four, Captain America, Spider Man. I mean, characters that have been around decades. Right. It's really tough to know what's a good jumping in spot. You know, yeah. that's why when you, um, uh, recently, uh, read Kevin Smith's Daredevil run, mm-hmm. um, that, that's, you know, I, I think it's more for me. It's more about jumping on and at the same time jumping off. Um, when I was getting more of the single issues of like you know the the DC's New Fifty Two stuff, is jumping on, jumping off when a creative team was coming in or or, or departing. You know, yeah. um, or you know, you, you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I've read six issues of whatever it might be, it was fine. I don't think I need to move on to number seven, you know? So, oh, but for uh, a great example is the flash, uh, new 52, the flash. I jumped on, I can't remember if it was issue 20 or issue 30, but I jumped on because my first, uh, guest ever on the show, uh, on Nerd United van Jensen was starting to become a, a writer for like an uh, associate writer. And then he took over, for the Flash, he eventually moved over to Green Lantern Corps or New Guardians, one of the two. Um, so that's when I jumped on. Like, as hey, you were my first guest on a you know first episode ever of this show, right. I'll return the favor and, and support your books. You know, and, and I and I've done that um, you know for for several of our guests. But at the same time, as you know, uh, I go out and seek out people. Uh, Stephanie Phillips is a great example. Uh, yeah. Descendant, and then Butcher of Paris. Um, the pirate one that you have that yes, uh, I can't remember the name. The old I, something. Uh, <laughs> it was good. I remember that. I yeah, remember it was yeah. really good. Um, and I feel bad for, her, but you know, of course, she's moved on to Harley Quinn stuff now. So, um, you know, and I I tried like this is great. I'd love to sit down and talk. She's like DC's got me pretty busy. Right. I said, say no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 you know the the. The Nerds United host is like, well, you know, hope we get a chance to catch up soon. Uh, the Stephanie Phillips fan in me says, if we never talk again because you're that busy, that's fine. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so, um, but to, I guess to answer your question, I don't need to necessarily jump in every number one. However, when you get, you know, little side books like this, a man among ye, God bless you. Uh, uh, not oh, there's a ye in there, but no old. Yes, unless it was 
An old man among you. An old man among you, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's volume two. <laughs> Might be. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, so, so the new stories, you know, um, when Huck, uh, came out, um, you know, I, I wanted to get in on that. Klaus was another one. So there are some that I do like to jump in, uh, from the go, but there's just so, and I think maybe that's also why, I, and I was talking to Tim about this, I've been slowly moving myself away from the big two. Uh, now, if there's a trade paperback that catches my eye, I'll, you know, I'll pick it up. And that's what I did uh, free comic book day is I grabbed a secret empire. Um, so, you know, I here and there, um, lock and keys, another good one that, you know, I, I just oh, yes. picked up volume one and then I was like, wait a minute. They're all three of them are here. They're all in that, you know, uh, classic, you know, book style, Right. I'm just gonna grab all three of them. Be done. Yeah, <laughs> that was like an expensive trip to. Uh, there was nothing free about that free comic book yeah. game. I can't oh, yeah. tell you. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, and then I I just ordered another uh, book today uh, with with Tim's help, and that is uh, Green Lantern Earth One Volume Two. So, uh, so that was apparently it's been out. I never saw it at the store, so I said, "Hey, hook me up." And I'm they surprised will. you don't just have. Uh, like every Green Lantern put in your full folder. I did at at New Fifty Two time. At New Fifty Two, when when that came out, of course, it was a Green Lantern story that that really got me back. It was Black Lantern um, saga, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then it was the White Lantern, and then that was kind of the jump. Flashpoint uh, came out right around there, and then we're off and running with New Fifty Two. And I had Green Lantern, Green Lantern Core, uh, the Red Lanterns, and. Green Lantern New Guardians every month for a couple of years. Yeah. I, I trust me, I, I under I believe it because I I borrowed some of your comic books, obviously. And but I, I there's definitely a lot of Green Lantern on there. But I will be honest, so not that long ago I read Green Lantern's Secret Origins, enjoyed it. We talked about the next because at least it says in there the next it's supposed to be like uh, Rage of the Red Lanterns. I'm looking forward to reading that whenever we, we get it. Um, I've already read The Blackest Night. I In there, they have you have a bunch of Sinestro Corps mm-hmm. stuff, which looks really interesting. So I'm looking forward to reading a lot of these Green Lantern stuff. Granted, I have to get through. I'm getting through something that's killing the children first. There's, well, I have way too many comic books that I, I'm like, okay, I want to get through this. This, you know, I, I don't, I didn't make any written promises, but it was kind of an understanding that when the twins were here, I kind of have to scale back my comics. However, I do like just going and visiting with the, the good people at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, and I don't want to be a loiterer. You know, you got to right. go and you got to, yeah, make a purchase. So, um, True. while things have slowed down again, certainly I, you know, I've I've got Berserker that's on pole. Um, you know, I, I did enjoy not all robots number one, yeah. so I'll, I'll get number two, but those are, I've really stepped back from like getting the Batman. I used to get, mm-hmm. uh, all the Batmans, what new 52, yeah. it was Batman, it was detective comics. It was, um, you know, Batman or Robin or what, whatever they all were. I had to, I really stepped back my, my polls. Um, now it's, you know, I'll get a trade here or there, right? you know, like I said, secret empire was the last. Marvel slash DC trade that I got. And, and then the Green Lantern Earth 1 Volume 2 is the one that I order. So that's the next one I'll get. 
But it's really, I think for me, is I'm, I'm looking at you know new stories, you know, you know, new yeah. characters, um, and selfishly, now it, it happened to work out really nice with uh, against Stephanie Phillips, but not on robots. I don't know anything about Mark Russell. I might be able to find him on Twitter or Instagram yeah. or something and say, hey man, I, I've got this podcast. If you uh, I, and I just read issue one of, of the story. I'd like to hear more of your story and other right. things maybe you've done. So so when you get to um, more independent writers like that or, you know, a, away from the Marvel DC who are so busy with things, then, you know, it opens up podcast opportunities. But I, I get it because this looks like an interesting concept. Um, Die was recommended to me. Same with uh, another one that I have here, uh, courtesy of Rhiannon, which is the, uh, we only find them when they're dead. So, again, local comic shops, since video rental stores aren't really around anymore, comic book shops are about the only place that you're going to get a curated experience. People who, yeah. you know, they, they've, they, at Twilight and I'm sure most other comic shops, they can pull my history. They can pull my, I, I asked Tim, I said, Tim, when, when I was in here with my oldest, any of the last times, did we pick up a Batman and Scooby-Doo mysteries? And so he looks, and he's like, nope. I said, all right, then I don't need to start now. <laughs> you know, right, I, right. I, I saw it one through four on the on the thing. It's a it's a 12-issue thing. I said, we're good. Move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but they know, you know, they know what I've, you know, spent my money on there, at least since they redid that system, I think he said in 2013. I also saw the amount of money I've spent in Twilight Comics since mm-hmm. then. Um, and, and then I felt better when I saw the amount of money that Tim has spent there. And he oh, has oh. the employee discount. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I can't, I mean, we, we talk uh, about the the glories of comic book shops all the time here. I really can't put them over enough. Um, tremendous people work at, at your local comic book shops, folks. Uh, go in and, and visit with them. Uh, if you're listening to a podcast called Nerds United, you will feel at home in a comic book shop. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah. You'll have there's common ground. There's the Venn diagram is there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, so, and, and we we kind of uh, talked about this a little bit. I would say for somebody who's a newbie uh, in reading comic books, uh, and you're what are like I don't know where to start. We kind of talked about this. Uh, this is what I would say. Pick a, if you're a Marvel DC fan, or whatever. Pick a character you like. Go in there and ask them. Be like, "Hey, what do you have for Batman? You know, what do you have for Captain America?" And just start with volume one of something. And, and you know? that that's a way to go. You can say, "Hey, you know what? I'm Mike. I'm going to use you as an example. Yeah. I think Spider Man's in your among your top, you know, uh, characters." And uh, did you get a little <laughs> splashback? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but you say, hey, you know what? I, I'm a I'm a Spider Man fan. Um, but you know, I, I like the movies. I watched the cartoon in the '90s, but I don't have a whole lot of you know knowledge about the comics. What would you recommend? Uh, they might say the Clone Saga. You know, they yeah. might say, um, uh, the, uh, and I can't think of the exact uh, title of it right now, but like Craven's Last Hunt or something like that. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there are places they. Because people have come in. They know what has sold. They know what's popular. They talk to people. Oh, what did you think about that book? And they get that feedback. They use that feedback to uh, make your experience in, in the store that much better. So, um, you know, pick a character. By God, even if it's oh. Batman. I was talking to 
that Tim's finalizing orders, and he said that there's like for one particular week coming up, he was finalizing orders for it, and there's seven different Batman related titles. God. And I sound like, and, and I feel bad because here I am wearing a Batman right. shirt. Yeah, I, I but, love Batman. But I'm like, are we a little saturated, oversaturated with the, the bat? And uh, he's like, mm. yeah, but you know, the the market oh. also. Determines that, you know, and so if people are out there buying seven Batman related titles in one week or one month or whatever it is, then you got to have those. Yeah. So, yeah, you, I guess, yeah, go in there, say you like Spider Man, say you like Batman. Um, you know, if you go in there and you say something like, hey, I really enjoyed Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, they'll kick you out, but still, you know, before that, you, you'll they'll be get you secret there. origins. You know, they'll, they'll be like, get out of here. They'll put secret origins in your hand. They'll shake it. They'll give you a hug. Be like, a kindred spirit. Thank you. Every, every, uh, this is very, this is not known, but every comic book shop has a trap door <laughs> for when somebody requests Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. What, what, real, real quick other things. I, unless we just want to talk about comic books the whole, this whole time. I mean, this is fun. I, yeah. We need more comic book. Yeah, shows. But. Uh, it's, so I have a, a a stack near me of red comic books, right. like the ones I read already. And I was looking at it recently, and I don't remember what some of them are about. It's like I that so happens. one of them uh, was a mutants of mass web mutants of web, mass destruction or something like that. Oh, uh, um, it's with the Hulk and Wolverine yeah, combination yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. I read it. I remember enjoying it. Ask me what it's about before, besides what I just told you, and I have no clue. Same Z's. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's so many of them. Like, honestly, I was thinking about this. So, like, you it, had uh, had let me borrow uh, that box of comic mm-hmm. books. Like, I'm talking about the first one, right? Yeah. I read all those, gave them back to you. You gave me another box, mm-hmm. right? After I read all those, you could probably give me the same original <laughs> box back. And I would be like, I would just be like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna read these again because I wouldn't remember what they're about. It's unfortunate. I some of them. It's unfortunate that I don't know where that original box is to be different. Yeah. be like, this is what my cred. This is not right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, oh, yeah, I know exactly. I can see the cover. Uh huh. But I, I'm blanking on the title too. It's yeah. like a, a yeah. Weapons of Mutant Destruction, I think it's called. I think I think you're right. WMD. But yeah. still, yeah, that I d- still can't tell you what it's about. Mm-hmm. I, so w- one of the ones, you know, and I find that you know it's 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 frame, it's panels, it's it's moments, just like in movies. Like I can't tell yeah. you everything about every movie I've watched, but I can. Like, right. So one of my favorite panels, and I was just talking about this with a coworker. Uh, one of my favorite panels in comics, especially in the last. Trying to remember exactly how many years back it was. Let's say it was definitely within the last ten. It was uh, issue, the end, the final panel of uh, the Death of Wolverine story, the four issue okay. Death of Wolverine, and it is uh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, but- you know, Wolverine dies. Uh, I mean, not really, but he does sacrifice himself by encasing himself in molten adamantium yep. that then hardens, and he's a statue. You know. But you see the claws extended. His his hands are down, but they're open, not like clenched in in rage, but open in like I'm tired. You know, I'm sacrificing myself. However, whatever you want to take away from that. But the way that 
you know, you have the sun in the background in, in like the, the sunrise in the, in the sky. It's glistening off of the, the shining adamant. For whatever reason, I just find that to be a very beautiful panel. And I was talking about that. Like, I remember bits and, and pieces uh, of various things. But if you ask me, you know, like soup to nuts, you know, every bit of every story, I, I can't. I can't do it. No. And even with some of the ones that I just absolutely cherish, um, there will be beats in there that I miss. Uh, so, um, speaking of things that are cherished, I just this week, uh, within the last couple of days, sat down and rewatched in bits and pieces, but completed uh, Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. And watched them in a while. I was hankering for it. So, was it better or worse than you remembered? Uh, the first one is as good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that holds up. The second one is slightly less than. Okay. Yeah. You know, but, but, uh, you know, again, the, the first one set the bar so high. Yeah. You know, it, 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 you, you hit, you know, you slash they hit it out of the park that first time around you were never going to duplicate that type of success. Yeah. So. Especially because it had been so long that people were wanting a Deadpool movie. I remember showing my friend the leaked trailer or, or the leaked, you know, the quote unquote leaked yeah. uh, trailer. That was all CGI. I, were, I just, I, I paused in that scene in the movie. I was like, I'm, I'm going to hit pause and I'm just going to see how close it was to I'm like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Fairly, fairly close. Yeah, the um, rich, I, rich Corinthian leather line is yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember showing him that, and he was excited about it. And then it wasn't shortly after that that they released. They oh, announced. Yeah, they they announced it. Yeah, yeah. They they announced that. Yeah, well, I guess we'll do this now. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. So, yes, yes. All right. Well, we've got some news, Mike. I I first of all, I think we need to have more shows that talk about comics and you know like yeah, comic experiences right. things like that but we do have some news to get to um and we'll start with comics since we okay. were just there and we're going to start with the highest uh let me rephrase the most expensive comic ever sold yes and that was the first appearance of spider-man so amazing fantasy 15 it was a CGC grade 9.6 out of 10. And do you remember the number, Mike? 3.25 million. 3. 3.6. 3.6. 3.25 3. was the previous uh, high oh. for an action comics, number one. 3.6 million dollars. Um, again, if you know what I do for a living, and, and you do, Mike, but a lot of people don't, and that's fine. Uh, but I, I said to one of the guys at work with, I said, 3.6 million. What would you do if you had 3.6 million? He's like, retire. I said, I'm thinking, you know, like he's got kids, you know, all right. kids, in, you know, are in grade school as well, you know, and, and some not even. I was like, you could retire just on 3.6. Cause the, he's like, I'd find a way. And look, he's smart. He, he's a, a very tax, uh, knowledgeable individual. He can, you know, move the pieces on the chessboard around a little bit. 
I just don't think the three point six million dollars goes quite as far as it used to. No, uh, uh, especially when I realize how much you know, or saw how much money I've spent in Twilight Comics. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's not three point six million, folks, but uh, uh, it's more than I would have anticipated. Probably not more than my wife, but I digress. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so he said retire. I said, oh, so you wouldn't buy Amazing Fantasy number fifteen? He's like, what? You know, and he's 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 nerdy as well. You know, so he he would appreciate it, but he's like, I'm not gonna spend that much money for essentially something you cannot read. You can't right. take it out of the case. You know, it's it's going in your safety deposit. The reason I think you tell me if you disagree, if you have a different theory, the reason I think somebody buys that is to say they have that. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's just, it's to show it. It's to one know that they have it to be able to tell other people and maybe to show it off. Right. Anyway, when I say show it off, you're literally just, you're just going to point at it behind a case. And I'm not going to let anybody touch it. And so here's the thing: Do you, knowing that you just paid three point six for that, it's clearly the highest graded, you know, uh, Spider-Man debut comic, you know, in history. Or you know, I'm sure with inflation and things like that, there's some, you know, maybe there's a nine eight out there somewhere that twenty years ago only got. You know, two hundred thirty thousand. I'm making right. up numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you sit on it for ten years and then flip it and make a profit? I mean, do you buy that for a turnaround investment, or do you buy that because you're a huge fan? I definitely probably not a fan. Uh, well, you could be a fan, but you're got to be rich. The number one thing is you got to be rich. Oh yeah. Where's where? Not just that you can get three point six million, but that you don't care if you lose three point six million. Yeah. Because, yeah, you could say that, okay, I'm going to, in 10 years, I'm going to sell it and make a profit. Hey, guess what? In 10 years, it might not be worth, you know, any more than 3.6. It might be worth a lot less for whatever reason, you that, know? That, that's interesting because, you know, those those legacy debut books, be it, you know, Amazing Fantasy 15, Action Comics number 1, um, Detective Comics 37, because, like, people back then didn't think to save them. Right, you know, yeah. like, and so they're like, you know, they got they got rolled up and put in the kid's you know back pocket as he's riding his bike down the road to his buddy's house, you know, something like that. Um, so they didn't realize what they had. Yeah, they didn't have the benefit of hindsight that we have now, you know, of, of living in the future. So I don't know necessarily unless you know suddenly the market floods with oh my gosh three point six well. Let me pull this one out. I'm pretty sure Grandpa or Uncle Jim or whomever you know had something yeah. like that. So I don't know if the value necessarily ever goes down. I do think you're right. They obviously have to be rich. Um, I think a really fun, like Disney Plus, you know, teen like um, Goonies type of like teen heist movie would be nerdy kids. You know, like us when we were 14, 15, 16, uh, finding out that there's this, you know, 9.6 CGC, you know, comic book out there and then like putting together a plan to steal it. That'd be fun. Yeah. You could really yeah. you do that relatively innocently, I think. You know, if you keep that Goonies kind of charm uh, yeah. about it, yeah. you don't need, you know, Michael Bay explosions and, and a Quentin Tarantino language um, or Pornhub, you know, lovemaking. <laughs> Yes. You don't need it in a teen movie. No. No. Don't, don't, put, don't put it in there. No, don't. Uh, so I think you could – that'd be fun, I think. Um, we need somebody 
smarter than me, more creative than me to write it. But well, you, uh, you, you're you're writing a book, aren't you? That's probably uh, that's probably almost done by now, right? So let me you tell you, start, you about you've been working on it like ten minutes a day, right? Uh, let me tell you about what happens year. when you, when you have kids. Okay, you I, get inspired more now. Now the story's even bigger. I do think about it uh, more frequently than you probably realize. Uh, but it was about a year ago, give or take, you know, a week or two, that my phone bricked and I lost all my notes that I had on my phone. Um, and so when that happened, I, I got kind of boo-boo faced and I'm like, oh, this thing's never going to happen. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> so, okay. Um, but it, it's still like, I have the Google docs. I have the, the, you know, word document on, on my laptop here. Theoretically, I could, you know, pick it up again. And I do have, uh, you know, I do think about it sometimes and I'm like, I gotta get it, but you're like I got I gotta I gotta get started on this, but I gotta get off the couch. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Uh, it's you know like it's still far away. Uh, and I could even theoretically take the laptop to the couch. <laughs> to the couch. <laughs> but it's no, it's not couch related. Uh, yeah. I feel like sitting at the couch would just make it worse. Like I did a lot of the thinking in writing about that when I was driving the truck, right? Because I, and particularly for a short period when, when I was driving from town to town with one stop in each town that just happened to be a Walmart. And I'd be dropping 70, 80 bottles, get back in the truck, drive another 45 minutes. Um, but I would do like the talk to text in, in my notes and I'd be like, you know, yeah. it, it'd be word vomit essentially, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd go and, you know, clean it up in post theoretically and, and you know, email it to myself, things like that. But that was yeah, a few years ago. <laughs> By the way, this is, so anybody, for anybody that doesn't know, if you're new, new to the <laughs> podcast, this is a children's story, right? A children's Christmas story that, yeah. you're, what, that you had an idea for. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all ages for sure. Okay, but it's – okay, so it's – in your let's say it's completed. In your mind, how big would the book be? Because like, I think children's story, I'm thinking 20 pages. Yeah, so it'd be it, in my mind, full scale is, uh, tri- you know, graphic novel, hundred hundred twenty pages. Okay, okay, so I okay, because honestly, I was thinking of much less than that. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna be like, dude, I think they write those children's books in a day. Like, I think they do. If I yeah. if I did it as as a children's book and like took out all of the elements of it that I really want to put in there, I could write. Dude, yeah, know, see, I, I, go, see Santa run. <laughs> Santa gives gifts. And Greg's just sitting there like, I don't know what he does next. Santa ah. Santa drinks. What does Santa drink? Ah, come on. Oh, there's the cookies <laughs> and the what is that thing next to the cookies? It's damn writer's block. It rhymes with silk. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he drinks silk. I'm just writing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, isn't that like soy milk? Isn't that like uh, a brand? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, it is. Santa Have you ever had soy milk before? No. Good. Don't <laughs> nasty. I I tried it once at like um, I don't know, it was like a food truck type of thing. It was the, I tried a sample of it. Uh, nasty. Uh, have you ever tried almond milk? Also, yes. Also nasty. <laughs> what I like. Uh, did you ever hear about? I think it was on True TV. 
maybe it still is, but I know it was a few years ago, the carbonara effect. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy's in like a health food store and he's milking the almonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that was a tremendous uh, detour we took. Uh, $3.6 million. <laughs> Amazing Fantasy number 15. <laughs> Mike, why don't you tell us about this uh, other Spider-Man story we've got this week? Um, so I saw a trailer for, uh, well, I should tell you, I only put one trailer up, but there's two trailers that have released for, uh, Marvel, uh, games, I guess. One was Wolverine. They didn't have much for it. That's why I didn't put it up. In fact, it didn't have any gameplay on it. The, the, the big one though is the Spider, Marvel Spider-Man 2 trailer that I released for PS5. Greg hasn't seen it yet, but I will tell Greg right now that in it, you hear a voice talking about how fine he's been searching for his equal for so long. Somebody that can give him a challenge. It's, it's crazy. It, it, yeah. When you said, yeah. When, when you said that, I already knew. Yeah. Which makes, so, makes me sad that they're doing that in the video game before they could do that in the movie. True. But also, so then it's cut with gameplay of you see both Spider-Man and Miles Morales fighting together. Who's also called Spider-Man, just so you know. Yes. But so it's, you have Spider-Man and Spider-Man. That's why <laughs> I wanted to say Miles Morales. So it didn't sound weird. But and then so, you know, you no. hear, like I said, you're Craven talking about how finally he's met his equal and stuff like that. But then you hear the voice of Venom going, hey, Thanks. Or, I, he doesn't say that, but that's essentially what he was saying. So you got Craven, Venom, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And it's on PS5, and I don't have a PS5. If anybody from Nurse United wants to buy me a PS5, I'm fine with that. Uh, I actually started looking. I'm like, I don't think I don't think the game comes out until like probably like 2022 or something like that. Uh, but I was thinking, I'm like, oh, God, am I going to have to get a PS5 now? Because this is the first time there's been a game where I'm like, okay, this looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere I look, because I, I wasn't even sure on the price of PS5. I knew it was going to be expensive, but I'm a, I'm like, it's been out for a bit now. Maybe the price has gone can, down. So. Can I guess? Sure. Because I've not priced them at all. Yeah, yeah. P, PS5, Xbox, whatever that one is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five fifty. Uh, ten million dollars. Huh. I was uh, a little. Ten, off. Ten, I, ten I was waiting for some somebody else coming and be like. 551, Bob? No, yeah, <laughs> so uh, actually, uh, you're pretty close. Um, when I first looked it up, they were saying prices like $900. And I'm like, well, okay, never mind. That's not even $1,000. Is that like well, secondary that, market? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So if you like get it, like if you can find it, first of all, and you get it at Best Buy or Walmart or something like that, it's, I want to say, 499 for a regular version, and then three ninety nine for a digital only version. So, by I, stupid question, I think I know the answer. Digital only is there's no like drive at all. It's just yeah, there's no you can't put a disc in there yet. Now that's problematic for someone in, in my situation because mm-hmm. I one of the reasons that I have PS three and PS four is that's my DVD slash Blu ray right. player yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be paying extra just for the ability to use my discs. Yep. Got to put my disc in it. Yeah, you got to 
<laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So yeah. So um, once again, if anybody wants to buy me a PS5, feel free. I do, Mike. <laughs> Go for it. I can't, but I do want to. <laughs> but you want to. Uh, that's the. It's the thought that counts, Greg. Uh, well, while we're still in the Spidey verse, and since you mentioned mentioned him, uh, Venom, let there be carnage, uh, is bumping up their release date to October one, exclusively in movie theaters. Venom gives zero f's because everybody else is delaying their movies. They're going, no, we're putting it in the theater sooner. Do you think it's because everybody else is? Putting theirs off, and we're like, you know, come on, guys. I I I think it's a couple reasons. One is because, and even though, well, you know, it is Marvel, uh, Marvel slash Sony, um, Sony slash Marvel, because right. yeah, because uh, Shang Chi did so well at the box office. You keep saying so, it weird. No, it is Shang Chi. It's not Shang Chi. Okay, I'm, I'm pronouncing it the way he has pronounced it. And by the way, I saw the movie. Okay, so I know in the movie he doesn't say, hey, I'm Shang-Chi. I could be like, <laughs> there's a comedian, God bless, I can't remember his name, um, but he is uh, like American-born, like first generation American-born to Korean, maybe? Okay. Je- I don't know. But in Tennessee. So he looks... A- Asian, uh, right. he sounds well, just like this. And let me tell you, a little <laughs> and so, so like, I feel like he would be. You know what? I want y'all to call me Shang, Shang Chi. <laughs> I feel like Shang is the real deep South pronunciation. It, it, it very well could be, yes. But it done did really good at the box office. Apparently, still is doing really well. Um, so I think they're more confident that people are going to the theaters now. Well, yeah, and I don't think they want to wait because it, it might be one of those things like, look, I don't, we don't know where this whole, you know, disease is going to be in November. Maybe it's, you know, more rampant and, and theaters are closing down. Though. So I think they kind of want to just get it in there. Like, right, have mine, people watch it. Mine, yeah. uh, and you, you should tell me because you got, you go to the gym. You got to wear a mask yeah. at the gym. You're supposed to. Yeah. Okay. Now, do people wear them at the gym? Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel, I feel bad for. And look, I know is what it is, and it's a privilege to be able to play sports. And, and but you're out there playing basketball or volleyball, or you know, I don't think out, outdoor like soccer, football don't matter as much. But you're playing those, and you've got to wear a mask. Like I, I saw high school kid, you know, like kids of Facebook friends that I know who are in, in high school, and, and they're you know like going up for a layup and they're wearing a mask or, you know, they're spiking the ball yeah. at the net and they're wearing, I'm like, what about like the cardio, like the pulmonary, you know, the respiratory, the, the just being able to breathe. Cause I was on athletic teams. I was not athletic. I didn't, I phrase it carefully. I didn't right. play a yeah. ton, but I know that like even practice, you got to run at the end. You got to do, you know, we called them washboards or suicides or, you know, You're whatever. Right, right. And at the end I'm like, <sighs> And just doing that with a mask, I think, would be very irritating. But is what it is. It's the world we live in. God help us all. So get your vaccines, folks. Do it. Yeah. Uh, and pretty soon it doesn't sound like you're going to have a choice. Right. Anyway, that's all. Moving on. Um, October 1st, Venom. Take your mask. Go see in the theaters. 
Uh, we haven't talked about it. You have seen two uh, movies in theaters. You mentioned Shang-Chi. Yes. And the other one, I don't believe we had a chance to talk about, was Free Guy. Yeah, I saw both of them. Um, do we want to... I'll give I'll give a quick review, quick spoiler-free review for both of them. Thank you. Free Guy. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to. Not that I thought I was going to hate it, but I heard, I had heard some bad reviews about it. Um, that could be people just being stupid because Ryan Reynolds is awesome and it's a very much a Ryan Reynolds is a video game character type movie. Lots of action, lots of surprises, sort of in the sense of uh it's it's not a um a superhero movie but you are playing with the property of um Marvel cuz it's a D- Disney movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's Disney or but it's 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 either it has to be either Disney or well, I guess Disney's the the top guy. It's so yeah, you're playing with some stuff there. Uh then I saw Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi I will say like I I um I thought it was good. And I was talking to Greg about this, and I'm curious if it resonates more with somebody who is Asian, Asian American, mm-hmm. because it being the first, you know, Asian Marvel superhero Marvel led superhero. I think Simu Liu, I believe is how you pronounce his name, is awesome at, at action. And I remember saying Earlier, like much, much earlier when, when we were talking about Shang-Chi and several episodes before, I said it's going to be have the best fight scenes. It a hundred percent does. The, there's, there's a fight scene on the, on the bus. Yes. Go ahead. Right. MCU fight scenes. Let me ask you this. How, guess, how MCU. does it equate to like that, uh, first season of Daredevil that, like that hallway? You know, nonstop sequence in some of the fight scenes in in Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Uh, it's it's better, okay. and I, I and I enjoyed um, the Daredevil fight scene. Yes, but mm-hmm. how many times does Captain America wield Mjolnir? Uh, in Shang Chi, three times. <laughs> okay, well, all right, yeah. there you go. Yeah, he's, probably he the best back. movie. <laughs> he comes actually, and they don't even mention it. He's just in the background, and he just walks past with the with Mjolnir. <laughs> It's in the back <laughs> uh, But yeah, no, it has, it has amazing fight scenes. Um, there's I have a another lot. Another mental like, image in my head yeah. is like is like a um, uh, if you ever watch like football players, they they will carry when they take their helmets off, they will carry it by the face mask down the side. Like yeah. I, in my mind, I got like Tony Stark carrying like the he's in full garb except the helmet is down and he's just holding it by his side. He's like, what a damn day! Hell, yeah. hell of a game out there, cat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I would say go check them out. Give them your money. I was hoping to. I thought I would have two opportunities to do so this week, and the movie theaters. Some movie theaters don't start showing them till four, too late. Yeah, and yeah. the other ones didn't uh, show. I, I was actually going to try to sneak over there today for like a, a noon matinee, right? Uh, and then I look at the runtime, and I'm like, okay, if the runtime is two hours, I think Shang Chi is two o five, something like that. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, with all the trailers and everything, it's not going to actually start until like twelve right. twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. And my twins had their six-month uh, checkup at two, so I'm like, it's not going to happen, Captain. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, well, fantastic. Uh, hopefully, folks will get out and uh, and check out those uh, pictures at the the picture show place and uh, <laughs> the movie theater. And uh, good luck to you all. And I'm looking forward to seeing them. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, Mike. Hopefully, sooner yes. rather than later. All right, let's finish up this podcast here real quick. So I can go to the gym with uh, Matrix 4 trailer. Yep, it was out. Greg, tell us in detail what the Matrix 4 trailer means to you. Did I ever tell you about the Matrix 1? I know about it. I've seen it. I mean, did I ever tell you about what it meant to me? No. I knew Baden video. I, at $3 a pop for that VHS... I rented that thing six times. <laughs> okay. And so it came out in 98. Mm-hmm. So it probably predated my driver's license. But I remember I went to, I drove to Best Buy in Fairview and purchased the Matrix on VHS for $18. <laughs> so I spent $36 in essence, to own the Matrix. Now I own it on, on Blu-ray. Um, and that movie, I wrote a paper about it in college. Uh, I was in a film history class, the same um, class that I made a video project about Kevin Smith in the View Askew universe. Right. Um, I wrote a paper on, on this and how it was genre-bending and, uh, you know, it's sci- sci-fi action. You know, it did very well on the paper from all that I can recall. Uh, but this was my favorite movie for some time. Like it would be, I'm sitting at home, nothing to do. I'm gonna put on the Matrix. Sadly, it's been far too long since I've seen the Matrix. So now, when we're done here tonight, I'm gonna go watch the Matrix. <laughs> nice. Um, the trailer almost makes it feel like Matrix Reloaded. And Matrix Revolutions didn't happen. <laughs> that's what I think too. <laughs> uh, and and that's unfortunate. Uh, and not to say that those were great movies. I'm not, you know, extolling their virtues. <laughs> but those were. And, and the thing about the first Matrix movie is it was perfect by itself. It didn't need any any sequels. Um, and there there have been other movies like that too, where everything's you know buttoned up. We don't have any crazy cliffhanger endings. It's you, it's theater of the mind. You can, you know, when Neil flies off, he hangs up the payphone, which is hilarious because look where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> We're 23 years after that payphones are, you know, uh, way of the dodo. Uh, so th- the fact that they're bringing it back and they're reintroducing the red pill, blue pill dynamic, I'm very interested. It's almost like uh, Mr. Anderson uh, has some like amnesia or something like he needs to be reintroduced right. to the matrix, uh, or, or to the, to the concept of the matrix. So I'm very interested in it. Um, uh, it's coming out. It'll be one of those, uh, home and theater, uh, day and day, uh, releases. So, you know, where I'll be watching it. <laughs> Although I do feel like that's one that probably should, with the scope of it, it was, <sighs> They created technology. They created visual effects for the Matrix. You know, we talked uh, last time around or maybe a couple episodes back about uh, James Cameron. I think it was when we were talking about 
uh, James Cameron Spider-Man. Uh, that didn't happen. And, you know, like, he goes out and invents, you know, a way to film a movie. The Wachowski uh, sisters did the same thing, and that's how we got bullet time. That's how, you know, we, we, had, we had so much. So I feel like the scope of it needs to be big screen. I feel like the schedule of my life will probably dictate small screen. Yeah. All right, Greg, I got to stop you here because you're giving away too much gold right now. Because I'm already thinking that since you're going to be watching the original Matrix now, and it's on HBO Max, so I can also watch the original Matrix, might have to do an old school Matrix review Ooh. for the next podcast, unless something crazy comes up in the nerdy news. So, Is, is this your way of ending the show so that you can go to the gym? Well, that too, but I was I was also thinking like I'm like all this stuff you're talking about. We could talk about like comparing like the you know Matrix twenty years ago, uh, you know what you know the phone booth stuff. So I'm like, yeah. oh great, just give them a little tease of it. That's all. Sorry, sorry, it's all right. Mike, why don't you go to the gym? Yeah, I gotta get these guns, gunnier. Uh, next time around, can we talk about injustice? Hell yeah, let's do that. All right, we'll talk about injustice, the video game. And the animated movie. I thought you were going to be like the video game and the concept. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we talked enough politics tonight to last yes. us the, yeah. the remainder yeah. of this administration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Mike, uh, you get your swole on. I'm pretty sure that's something that people don't say anymore, so I apologize. Uh, I'm going to get my uh, Neo going. Okay. And that's, I don't even know if I like the way that sounded. And then I'm going to do a little workout myself. So uh, that is it for this episode of Nerds United. Folks, we appreciate you uh, sticking around and enjoy. Come back. Tell your friends. Leave comments. Share. The, the more eyes that can see this, the the better, uh, the, the happier I'll be. Cool. So, By the way, we have uh, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. So go on all those and, and do your stuff on all those. And if you throw us a subscribe on YouTube, next time we get to uh, – when we get to 60, I get to do another shot. The challenge is, will it be before Turkey, before Turkey? Oh. One of my favorite days. Sadly, we're – just a couple of months away. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be. <laughs> you never know, Mike. You never know. If yeah. all those YouTube mates would put their money where their mouth is, mouths are, and throw a subscribe. Yeah. That's all you got to do, YouTube mates. I'm shaming you because I know you're not listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, thanks so much, man, for uh, getting back to your uh, domicile and, and recording with me for about an hour. Now go to the gym. Get Buff and, and do spend a little more time on the cardio. All okay. right, you're strong enough. You need to you know. <laughs> strong enough. You're good. You're good. You're, you're good. good Wait, you, right. I have seen you literally pull semi uh, tractor trailers down the street. I, I do it for fun. I know. Now yeah. you just got to do the cardio. Okay, got be it, got be it. a well rounded, uh, physically fit individual. Perfect. All so, right, we'll do. All right, that's it for Nerds United. He's the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm the regular old host of the show, Greg Mahachko. We remind you. All the time to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.